Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. Yo. <laughs> Metal on the Brain podcast, episode 002. Dose. Dose, yes, sir. Zero, zero, two. Yes, very cool. Um, last week's episode was great. I had fun. I had fun. We talked about some cool stuff. Yeah, and we got some more cool stuff lined up for this episode as well. Oh, yeah, this episode's going to rock. Yeah, how but you doing? How you doing today? I'm good, dude. But I really still think that uh, Dave Grohl needs to do a probot too. <laughs> yeah, has that question been eating away at you like it has me? A little bit. Yes, a little bit. We don't have to get into it. We're a, but we're, I still feel that way. We're a small army of two uh, begging for that new probot album. But uh, when he listens to this, and he will, you will, Dave. He will be. You like, will. You'll be like, oh yeah, I'm really good at what I do. So I should do another probot album. Um, so yeah, it's good to hear you're doing good. I myself am doing, uh, just fine. I didn't even ask how you were doing. I like, quite frankly, anyway. was just being rude, to be honest with you. It's not being rude. It's just being, uh, counter polite, <laughs> you know, it's just counter politeness. That's all it is. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Um, I really, I'm actually kind of excited, uh, this is uh this isn't in our notes but i just remembered it so i'm gonna throw it in there uh failure put out a new song for a new album i am a massive massive failure fan so um i can attest to that yeah i've seen them i think five times in five cities in three time zones i'm a very very big fan of that band (laughs) and uh the Fantastic Planet's my favorite album of all time, and I had to get the new album uh, on the blue vinyl signed. I had to get it, and the new song, I think it's called Headstand. It's very good. It's very very good. Really spacey, shoegazy uh, type stuff, and uh, yeah. So really they're, they're staying stuff. in their lane. Yeah, almost it sounds like a little bit more so than their last two releases. Um, the last album they really did in an, a very interesting way. They released it in four separate EPs that eventually made up an entire full length. Oh, and, I'm a fan of that. And, I think John Mayer did that. John's last album. Yeah, and uh, each album, uh, the title of it was a part of the whole title. So once you heard the last album or what the last album was called, you had the entire um, title all put together like a puzzle. That's very, sick. All right. Very, I like very that. cool. Yeah, I think it was titled um, uh, "Your bo- In Space Your Body Will Weigh Nothing or something like that. It's a very... Uh, That's wild. Like cosmic dreadish type title. It's a very good album though. Very, very good. And I thought the album that they did the comeback with was also very, very good. Um, I would love it if uh, Troy Van Leeuwen would get back with him and write another album, like a sort of Fantastic Planet esque, uh, and then uh, and, magnified. And who was Troy? Wasn't he in a Perfect Circle? He was. Yeah, he was in Failure and then okay. Perfect Circle. Now he's in Queens of Stone Age. Uh, oh, so basically, yes. he's in three of like my top ten favorite bands of all time. Got you for sure. Because Queens of Stone Age makes that list. Perfect Circle makes that list, and Failure certainly makes that list. Um, but yeah, a huge, huge fan. Uh, you listen to anything cool? Anything new? Oh man. There was a lot of stuff that came out. Yeah, you week. told me Friday was, was a, a pretty lot. crazy drop day. Yeah. It was, it was a whole bunch of stuff that came out. Um, some cool news 
even before the releases, though, is a it was kind of a surprise. Is that a Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse is doing a solo album? With, yeah, I guess he's working on it with uh, Jamie Josta and Eric Rutan, who's in Cannibal Corpse now. Uh huh. He used to be in Ripping Corpse, which is one of my all time favorite bands that broke you, up way too early. Yeah, you mentioned that band a lot to me. I love that band. Yeah, Ripping Corpse was phenomenal. One of yeah. the best bands to ever do it. And uh, I we heard a little bit of it today. Can, can I say R I P in Corpse, or is that too much? No, (laughs) who who let me do that? He's been hot one with the dad jokes. Uh, It's pretty wild. But no, yeah, we've got um, a little trailer uh, that dropped today about his. No, I think it it dropped a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago? Okay. But yeah, vinyl's coming in May. Uh, You can pick that up at uh, martyrstore.what now? Smarterstore.net. It's Jamie Josta's. Okay. I guess his web store. Yeah, his web store. You know, all things Joss. He's got a bunch of cool stuff on there. Yeah. And, you know, we always say it. Joss is, you know, he's he's a king of, of what we do. Right, for sure. So uh, this is a track or a teaser for the new album. Yeah. Very that, heavy. That sounds like it's going to be a doozy. Yeah, very, very heavy. Um, I'm into it for sure. Uh, I think it comes out in February, but the, you know, with vinyl being on on back release, the vinyl's going to come sure. out later on. But, yeah, uh, yeah, man, that's that's going to be a cool one. I can't wait for that to drop. There's a lot of cool stuff that's coming out next year, but you know, yeah, we're, we're going to focus on what came out Friday because I should probably mention that the Failure album I mentioned earlier apparently drops next month, December 10th, which is pretty crazy. It's almost like just a month. But I don't get the vinyl till March, so. Uh, yeah, that, that makes mm-hmm. sense. That seems yeah. to be the typical thing nowadays. Yeah, which is fine. I can wait for, you know, whatever. I'll just listen to it on my Apple Music till then, but, and then I can really savor the vinyl experience when I get it. Um, I know you said Exodus is, uh, Exodus is, <laughs> Exodus, Exodus is new album, uh, Persona Non Grata dropped on Friday, right? Listen, Exodus decided they wanted to kick everyone's ass. Yeah. And I'm talking like right out the gate, right off the rip, or should I say right off the riff. Yep. Just play it. Just play it. Be- start from the beginning of the album. Don't even try to find something. You got it. Absolute Gary Holt madness. It's it's the audio <laughs> version of getting strangled violently. I think <laughs> it's pretty wild, man. Uh, How does he come up with this shit? You know, it's so crazy too. Uh, you because I know you said that uh, for twenty twenty, uh, the Testament album was on your. That was um, my number one. That was your number one, and that album crushed. And now Exodus is coming out with an album and. It crushes. It might be my number one. We, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it yet. Yeah. Because like you said, December 10th, there's a new album coming out. Uh-huh. I've heard I've heard the opening oh. song and I've heard clickbait, but I haven't heard the rest of the oh, other tracks. I've jammed it like six or seven times already. Yeah. And it's still not enough. It's so good. 
It no. was so good. Yeah, the production on it is actually super, super tight and clean too, which is I'm, yes. I'm a big fan of. The drums Perfect. really uh, cut through that. Um, I'm a big what a fan beast of, of a drummer too, man. Yeah. Glad yeah. he got past all that bullshit because, you know, he, he battled cancer also. Oh, shoot. So, yeah. yeah, he got past all that shit and he's doing better, obviously, because listen to that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even attempted to play drums since all that's happened, but uh, I think I could. I don't, I'm not going to be that good. But no, you're not going to be that good. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, but speaking of really, really good drummers, uh, the drummer for the band uh, Leprous is extremely good. I don't know if you ever heard that band or seen any of their I, YouTube videos. I'm not familiar with Leprous. I know the name. They're Scandinavian, so I don't even want to try to pronounce it because I don't want to butcher it. Which but, I'm sure we both would. Right, right. But the drummer is extremely, extremely talented. Uh, the whole band's very, very interesting. Uh, but they announced a full U.S. tour for March, and they've got the ocean as an opening act. Oh, and the ocean's amazing. I feel like that'd be a, a very awesome experience uh, of a band to see. Uh, they put out the, the part one and two of the album. I think it was called... Uh, Fanerosic or yeah, it was some or something. Part one and two, something really smart. Something, yeah, having to do Deep. with fucking ancient fossils but, or some shit. But, but, but I like the, I like the way you said it. Would you say it was it would be an experience? Seeing I feel like it'd be an experience. You know, you know I feel it's like, like I've, it's, ne- I've never seen them, but I feel like that same. It's like when I saw uh, Gojira and Tesseract in Orlando, and seeing Gojira was an experience, and I feel like seeing the ocean would be a similar experience. And I know this coming Friday, uh, they're dropping uh, a Fanerozic live double album where it's uh, the first and second album played in its entirety, I guess, in one night. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a Blu-ray or like a YouTube thing of like that concert you could watch because I bet it's really fucking sick. I love watching uh, YouTube concerts and like high definition sets like on like my Bose soundbar and stuff. I absolutely love it. You, you know what's funny? Mm. I, I hate it. I hate watching live sets. Cause I, cause I on YouTube? See it on anywhere. I want to see it live in person. Yeah, I know. But I, I, okay, when they release like the videos and shit, like, like you know, like behind the scenes, like behind, like Testament had behind the lines video like years ago. That, that was cool. Right. But like, you know, YouTube, you go on YouTube and you could just watch a band and then you're done watching the band. You might not want to go see them live and that sucks. That's not, I don't think that's true at all because... It might not be true. I mean... What if what if monsters of rock in like Russia or whatever fucking and didn't have any footage of it and like you couldn't watch it on YouTube like you just wouldn't want that? I, I mean I don't know I guess it's cool to be able to see it you know yeah it's like archived and stuff and like honestly that's that is actually how I introduced Gojira to my father was a live YouTube set I was like you're not going to believe how heavy this band is and he's like how heavy can a band be. <laughs> so and then I said just watch it live and I wish to god I recorded his reaction because he's ne- I've never seen my father react to a band in his life like that uh and that's saying something cuz that's the guy who introduced me to pretty much every band that got me into anything that is worth a shit so but here's the thing right it's heavier live in person like you can't capture that on a YouTube or a video or With a whatever. Good enough sound system, you can. <laughs> Listen, here's here's what it is. I'm that kid that literally would wait till Christmas morning to open his presents. Uh huh. Like I was okay with that. I yeah. couldn't like I couldn't wait, but I I could wait. Right. Like that was part of the fun of it. It was like 
the you know the anticipation of it. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like surprises. I guess, which is funny because I'll tell you, I hate surprises. <laughs> but when oh, it comes no, to music, don't surprise me. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan of a uh, of surprises. I think that's why I want to wait to see a band live in person. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not a substitute, but it's definitely like an option. Is it like because I'm some, old too? Could that be it? Well, also think about like a lot of bands that like only play in Europe that way. We will probably never, never see. see. I know. I you know, know. and we like Valken Festival and stuff and like oh, I love watching Resurrection Fest. There. I do like watching footage of you. Download Fest and all that. Like it's fun. Like those European festivals and South American and Mexican festivals. Like it's definitely awesome that like people can experience that everywhere. And which, which, speaking of which, you know, we, we kind of referred to this last last week a little bit, but uh, with Rockville, they apparently broke all sorts of numbers because they were live streaming or uh, twitching. That's what Lollapalooza did. Yeah. On yeah. Hulu. I, I watched. I I'm not going to lie. I was watching on Hulu. The Limp Bizkit set. I did watch the Limp Bizkit set. The legend, the now second legendary Lollapalooza Limp Bizkit set. Mind very, you. very different than the 1999 performance. But still very good. But still very awesome. <laughs> still very, very good. Very different, though. That opening intro riff is so damn hard. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched Cannons, and I was really stoked on that. Which uh-huh. Not a metal band, but still yeah. love them, regardless. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Ah, yeah, all right, you're right. You're right, I'm wrong. I'm pro- <laughs> you're proving me wrong. Let, I, I could admit defeat. Let the future wash over you. <laughs> I just need to accept it. Let, move on. Obviously, I am accepting future. it. Because yes. I, did, I did watch the Hulu stuff. I was watching DJ sets. I don't even remember the dudes. I'm sitting there watching them. I'm like, why am I watching DJ sets? But I was watching them. I don't I'm know. kind of getting into those DJ people like Tiesto and stuff like that. And you know why? Their fucking music videos are so sick. Oh, they're wild. They're super sick. I'm not one of those anti-DJ people. No, and honestly, like, Tiesto's got a song called Let's Get Down to Business, and it's just a good song. It's like it's like, uh, it's like, like if Daft Punk wrote it and was like, ah, I don't want this, and they sold it to somebody. And it's got that Casey Frey dude uh, who, like, is an extremely good dancer, and he's dancing all throughout the fucking thing, and it's so sick, and, like... You know, I'm a really good dancer. Oh, I, I don't know if you know that. that. I don't. I don't think you are. I'm, I'm not. I'm there you go. All right. I would be if if I could have like a special power. It would be I, to be a good dancer. I think. I know so, it's weird, but yeah, I think someone like there, there was like a ask the internet card game or something, and someone was like, "Would you rather be able to dance good, sing good, or something else?" And I was like, "I'd rather sing good." Singing would be cool, but you I'd know? rather dance good. But like, you're gonna be filling arenas with your dancing. <laughs> I don't need to fill arenas. That's fine. All you, all you hear is, all you hear is uh, squeaky sneakers <laughs> and people just gasping, <gasps> like, oh my god, like they dare not speak while you're doing your art. Madison <laughs> like, Square sold out four nights in a row. I just want to make people swoon at my moves. Just squeaky sneakers, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> Look, I could have someone singing to me. <laughs> Well, um, dancing who, for them. Who would it be? Oh God, who would it be singing to me right now? I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Halsey. Okay, definitely got a crush on Halsey a little bit. <laughs> I, a little I, bit. I would assume most people. However, I, I, her talent though is really through the roof. Absolutely, am. and Love yeah, it. I actually I I watch her uh, Saturday Night Live episode several times because she's funny. She's hilarious she is. too. Yeah, yeah, no, she's definitely. Yeah, she plays into the Jersey thing. She seems she like knows. Oh, I mean, she seems like a cool, you know, cool person to hang out with. I know? mean, she worked with Trent. 
She did. I know. I, I ordered a shirt. Oh, you a did? A Halsey Nine Inch Nails shirt. I was like, Psh, yeah, uh, yes, please. Hello. Yeah. I'd it's <laughs> probably going to be gray because I keep on getting shirts lately in the mail that are gray. Gray. That are supposed to be black. And I'm like. It's no fine. I think they're trying to make it look like old kind of worn kind of shit. Boo. I and don't it's like, like that. the dark. Heather Gray. I don't know if it's the Heather Gray. I don't know what Heather Gray is. I just heard the term one time. But it's fucking annoying. I Heather want, Gray is listen, like an English color, I think. It's, it's like throwback shirts. Like I got an Aussie one, right? right. Stoked. Uh-huh. Right? Cool. Fuck, can't wait to get yeah. this fucking Aussie shirt. And mm-hmm. I get it, and it was fucking gray. And I'm like, <laughs> why? I just want a black fucking shirt, man. That's never happened to me. It's uh, it happened, happened I got an outcast one. Super red shirt. Super red outcast shirt. And I got in the mail. It was fucking gray. <laughs> it's still dope though and i still wear it but regardless yeah, yeah. black well, shirts people black fucking shirts buyers beware you might be getting uh the old gray treatment listen we got off track here somewhere we did, right. we did we're gonna, we're gonna bring it back in because <laughs> because well, we were talking about the ocean and uh leprous on the tour and you mentioned earlier like even like before we started recording uh that um this band called swallow the sun oh dude swallow the sun would be perfect on that tour yeah. What a it, cool tour that would be. It, it is a cool... Well, listen. I'm not a, into lepers. I'm not familiar with them. Right. So, however, a swallow the sun and the ocean together would be perfect. Right. But... And you told me about them, and I finally checked them out. I've always thought the band was cool because of the name, but I wasn't great quite sure what it was going to be like. And then you told me... Uh, you, uh, you said, like, Paradise Lost, and I was like, all right. They're, they're like... To me, they're like a... Uh, a polished Paradise Lost. Yeah. Okay. And the new album they released a new album Friday. Speaking of big releases. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. What's it called? Like Moonshine or Sunshine or? It's definitely called Moon Something. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look it up. I totally I, forget what the name is. I heard a little bit of it. I heard but, uh, oh, before we got so on, good. and it does have that polished. Uh, it does have that polished sound of sounding like Paradise Lost. Moonflowers. Sure. Moonflowers. Okay. Cool moon name. Something. That's a cool name. Very cool name. I know. And the album cover is beautiful. Yeah. And well, that's the whole thing too. Like their sound is beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's of course heavy. You know. Right. And there's literally a song on on the album. When I heard it, I'm like, damn, this sounds familiar to and, me. Right. And it, it clicked after after a minute or so. It sounds along the lines of the lyrical patterns. Of silent lucidity from Queen Drake. Yeah, you said that. I didn't hear that though when you showed me. Well, sometimes you don't hear things right, and you have to listen again, <laughs> and then you'll hear them right. You hear them correctly <laughs> I don't think it's you know like a, a total cut, you know, uh, like perfect match. Right. But yeah. I do feel that it is similar. Uh-huh. And you know, quick side story. I made a pact to never ever listen to Silent Lucidity ever unless it was live. Why? Because when it came out, I love the song, great song. Yeah. But it was so overplayed because it was all over MTV, it was all over the radio, and all my friends listened to it and they all went into that song. I love it. Great song. But I'm just like, I'm done hearing it for a lifetime unless it's live. Right. Live, I'll listen to it. That's different. Great song. Definitely not downplaying its greatness. I'm right. just, I'm tapped out on it a little bit. What about uh, Jet City Woman? No, I listen to that every day, all day, <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah, every that day. song fucking rips for sure. It does. Um, but I'm definitely gonna give Swallow the Sun uh, a check out for Dude, sure. You, you know who else would fit on there? And they also just released a new song. Who's that? This band. They're from Italy. They're called Messa. 
M E S S A. Yes. Yeah, you showed me this band earlier. Um, so what's what's fucked up, dude, is when I discovered them, I sent you a text at like six thirty in the morning, something crazy like that, right? Where, where, you know, I insomnia it happens, and I'll just nerd yeah. out on music. Uh-huh. Found this band, and I remember texting you, and I said something like, "Messa, you're welcome," or something like that. Right. I, I don't know if you listened to them or not. I no, I woke up like. And I saw that text, and I thought it was like code or something. I didn't get. Yeah, I probably put a, put a, some suspense in there. But they they released a new song, and it's so good. I don't know why this band is. Yeah, so you good. showed it to me for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a quick little uh, quick little clip yeah, of it. Yeah, let's let, do it. Let's do it. Let everybody uh, get a vibe. Kind of what we're dealing with uh, with this band here, and I'm watching the video for this track. It's called Pilgrim. Uh, came out November 28th, um, and it's got about it's got about eighteen thousand five hundred views, which is a oh wow, a very very respectable for sure. That's, but yeah, this video, the song is about seven minutes twenty five seconds. Uh, it's black and white, very uh, very much like an A twenty four movie. So I decided to genre this band uh as a24 stoner metal <laughs> it's perfect it's perfect yeah. it absolutely and is perfect. if you and uh what was that other album you made uh, feast, feast for water sounds like an a24 soundtrack yeah for if, sure if you start the album feast for water from the start it sounds like a score for a24 a except movie. the music makes me way more sense than a24 films usually do yeah i mean this video i'm watching now makes as much sense Oh, the video, uh, there's a lot of head banging going on. Yeah. Uh, are they witches in the desert? I don't know what they are, uh, but it's know. a rad video. It's a great video. I'm not sure. There's a lot of head banging. I'm, I'm into head banging. I don't know if they're, they're meaning to head bang or they're just know. shaking the sand out of their hair. I know when I heard what I, the, the bit that I heard of Feast for Water, um, I definitely said to myself, this is a vinyl album. You listen to it on the yes. record player and you do it all the way front to back. It's a very much an audio experience for sure. I ordered um, the Feastful Water album. Which from a band, came. yeah. It which, never came. Which, oh, really? It never came. But you know what? The record label that they were on, you know, I messaged them and they apologized and they refunded my money right away, which is great. But I was really bummed because I really wanted it. However, I did get a repressing. So I do have yeah. a repressing at my home now and I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Stuff always works out. It does. And we should talk about, uh, we got one more band we want to talk about here. Oh, yeah, another um, new release. Something in the, uh, what would you say, hardcore, hardcore punk? Yeah, it's, it's a hardcore band. Yeah, it's a hardcore band for sure. Lots of punk vibes, mm-hmm. but, you in, know, through through hardcore. Yeah, they're a Santa, uh, North Cal, uh, Santa Cruz hardcore band. Sa- Santa Cruz is North Carolina or North California? Yeah, North California. More middle? Is it middle? Is there a middle California? I don't think there is. Just south or north? I don't think as Floridians we have a right to weigh in on this. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that. It's yeah. Right. Right. As far as I know, there's a North Cal. I've never been to Santa Cal. Cruz, but it seems dope. Uh, I love Santa Cruz because it's very much like St. Augustine where I live. Uh, huh. Except um, except when you drive you know, like five miles from the beach in Santa Cruz, you're in beautiful redwoods. And in St. Augustine, you're in fucking potato fields. 
not quite the the majesty, but I do love Santa Cruz. It's got an awesome vibe to it. But uh, yeah, the band called Scal uh, just put out their uh, record on what is it? Uh, Flat Spot Records. Flat Spot. Shout records. out to Ricky. Ricky's awesome dude. Runs that label. Mm-hmm. He is rad. Good people. What up, yeah, Ricky? That's what I hear. Um, but yeah, no, I've uh, you told me about it, and I definitely checked this song out, and I thought it was rad. Which which track? Which track? Uh, this track? track is called Roots. Oh, um, that's toward the end of the album. It's, <laughs> it's called Roots. Not and, a Sepultura cover. No, but it is um, off the album How Flowers Grow. It just came out, and you guys go ahead and uh, check this out. So yeah, you know, kind of uh, maybe a little crust punky, a, a little crust punky, and a lot of pissed offness. Yeah, yeah, a lot def- of pissed off. Definitely got the definitely has the hardcore spirit. It's raw, yeah, it's that, raw. I mm-hmm. love it. It's very yeah, very very intense. Uh, uh, um, her vocals are like so grimy too, mm-hmm. and then that's where I get that crust punk vibe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're very very yeah. grimy, and I and mm-hmm. I, I really like that, and I feel them. Yeah, almost like uh, I'm not gonna say they're like this band. Uh, but I get the same vibe for sure. They don't sound like them, uh, but I, I get a vibe of uh, an old band called Product of Waste. Um, I don't know who that is. I believe they're a Massachusetts band or a Connecticut band. I'd have to double check on that. Um, they're I think they're from that uh, area. Um, but very, uh, you know, Product of Waste was very much kind of like that. Maybe uh, just very, very unique, very, very different uh, amongst bands like that. Um, I haven't seen Scal yet, but I feel like she probably grits her teeth a lot while she's singing. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that in a great way. Like yeah. I mean that in an awesome way. Like it's I, very pissed off. Yeah, yeah, but that's what you want with your hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. Want absolutely. your shit pissed off and fast. Um, and they're doing a tour. I think they're doing a tour in December with uh, Comeback Kid. Zulu, I think Zulu's on it, or maybe yeah, Zulu they, is on it. Yeah, and no warning. No warning. Zulu is. Fu- yeah, you want to talk pissed off too? Yeah. check out Zulu. Yeah, so Zulu. Uh, and shout Scal. out to shout out to Zulu too because holy shit! Yeah, one of my out, favorite bands right now. And shout out to Comeback Kid and No Warning for taking out a couple of uh, newer bands on the road, giving them some exposure. You know, that's what's all about. So yeah, you gotta love, you gotta look out for the new ones. Yeah, the we, new cats. Yeah, we love to see that for sure. Um, hmm. So, anything else you're listening to, or? I mean, there, there was a couple of cool things that came out. Pathology came out, some some killer death metal. Um, uh-huh. That's it, it's it's pretty violent. Um, okay. I dig them. And cool. then uh, I don't know what else came out. There was oh, you know what came out this week too? What's that? We didn't we didn't cue this up, but uh, Chemist. Oh, Chemist yeah. is definitely a band that I am a fan of. I'm a big fan too. I um, wanted to see them at Psycho Fest, but unfortunately, well, yeah, yeah, we couldn't make it that one. But uh, Converge, Converge came out with a new album, and I know you're a huge Converge fan. Have you listened to it yet? I've heard, uh, I heard the track that you and me listened to together, and I heard another track that uh, a friend of mine sent me. I haven't heard the whole album. I do have it uh, coming on the way. I think I got it off of Brooklyn Vegan when it first uh, got announced for pre-order. It's uh, a really, really pretty vinyl. I can't wait to uh, get that in the mail. But no, I haven't heard the whole thing. 
so uh, it's with Chelsea Wolf, which um, I'm also um, yeah, obviously we're fans a of massive we've, fan. We've probably mentioned them before, uh, mentioned her before on this podcast. Uh-huh. But uh, I only heard that one song also, and and I right. know I mentioned it to you uh-huh. as I had it mentioned to me by someone. Mm-hmm. It really sounds like Ghost. And you said that Ghost it, fan, but it really sounds like Ghost to me. And I can't, I can't say you're wrong. It's got the vibe to it. Obviously, the vocals aren't the same, but it does have like that epic gothic orchestra style uh, sound to it that uh, Ghost has kind of become known for. Maybe can I say it like this? I feel like it sounds more like Ghost than it sounds like Converge. Well, I think that's what they're going for. They did some stuff in Europe kind of similar to this. With like, I know Chelsea was there. Uh, the singer of Neurosis was there. Oh, nice. Uh, several other people. And they kind of did something like this. And I wasn't sure if it was like a one-off thing, like an artistic experience or something like that. Um, I know Jacob Ban is a very, very artistic person. Um, but no, I guess they're uh, actually turning it into something that people can, uh, you know, listen to, digest, get that, you know, how do I say it? Spooky? I don't want to say spooky because that's what people say about ghosts, but it's got this gothic orchestral haunting, haunting sound Haunting's to it. Haunting probably yeah. a more... Uh, mm-hmm. And Jacob's kind of got like a like a darker, bluesy voice, and Chelsea's got like that will like the wisp in the woods type yeah. voice very enchantress style do, like do we mesmeric. expect a tour out of this right they have to tour on this right together i think they sh- if they they, they should they've That'd done be cool That'd they've be, done I it like before not this exact stuff but the i feel like the the blueprints of what it became they did that in europe or or do they do they save it for like 10 year anniversary tour making no 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 i feel like something like this they would they'll probably do like a you know, New York City, L.A., a handful of dates, Chicago, kind of like just the, the big markets, Austin. You know, maybe Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. maybe. You know, the masquerade. That'd be friggin' sick. Probably not Florida. No, <laughs> not at all. No, no, no. Unfortunately, uh, but I know you're talking about that ghost stuff. I I saw an article too um, on Metal Sucks. Uh, it had they interviewed the guitar player of Ramstein. So anything, you, yeah, anything Ramstein, anything Ramstein, I'm going to do And the guy asked a good question. He said, uh, do you think rock bands are done like selling out you know, like arenas, you know, like guns and roses and Metallica huh. and, you know, at one point Motley Crue kiss, uh, Bands like that, you know, I think the last notable band to do something like that uh, would probably be like Tool. Yeah, maybe. Tool's still doing that, T- I think. Tool's, I think Tool's, still. Tool's selling out arenas in like 13 minutes. They're doing, they do insane numbers. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think they're still, I think Ghost does arenas, don't they? Maybe not selling them out though. Um, but. Well, they did do an arena, uh, I think in LA at one point. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did yeah. in um, Mask Card, dude. Didn't they do Mask? No, I think dude? they did Barclays. They did That's Barclays what it was. Barclays, yeah. yeah, which is a decent size arena. So, so they don't tour on arenas no. in the states, at least. Well, they're doing that Volbeat tour, 
I don't know. See, because that's the thing. Like, maybe not arenas, but like, you know, amphitheaters and stuff. Definitely big rooms. Like, I could see that if that Volbeat Ghost Tour came to Tampa, I could see it being at the Mid-Florida Amphitheater. And that seats about 30,000 people. Which is is a good number. And, you know, I think... Is that an arena number, though? I don't... I think arenas are a little bit bigger than that. So, there's more bands these days. There's more tours. So... I almost feel like it's not necessarily the bands aren't as big um, as a Guns N' Roses or, or stuff like that. It's just I feel like there's more bands and there's more tours. It's become more of a commodity of touring. Um, so I, I, I don't feel like even saying like there's no more arena rock bands, quote unquote. Maybe that is true in the sense of it. Right. However, there's definitely different avenues of bands still being popular and still being successful. Yes, of course, there's other genres that are ruling um, the, the, the seats, I guess you'd say, the arena right. seats. Um, but, but on the whole scheme of things, I still think rock and metal has a very important um, y- you know, place in the market. Y- you know, I still think they're doing a lot of ticket sales. I still think they're moving a lot of numbers. They're moving merchandise. Right. I, I'd, I'd wager to say they metal and rock moves more merchandise than any other genre right I'd, I'd i'd have to say you know i don't see a lot of merch like you know like country merch does well because there's also like people who don't like country you know they think country merch is cool to wear but also you know you're kind of seeing that with death metal now you know yeah yeah you're seeing people who wear it but it's, it's you know kardashians I, wearing a cannibal corp shirt which i'm all for i think it's no, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. Where We've you talked want? about that. I don't give a shit. Yeah, where would you want? We don't fucking care. You know, yeah. more things, worse things to worry about right. in the world. Um, but it, it's it's kind of complicated because like even like bands like okay, they Ghost got brought up because they said that uh, the guitar player Bramstein thought that Ghost wouldn't be a band or couldn't be a band that, that would sell out an arena or play in arenas and stuff. And that's what everybody, anybody who, who you ask, who are like, what's the next band I like to start playing arenas? Ghost is your first thought. I mean, they did play the Barclay, so they have played arenas, but touring on that's a whole separate thing. I've always said that Ghost will go to Broadway one day, like off of a concept of their albums. They'll do a whole fucking musical based off of their music. I, I could see that. That would be kind of cool. Honestly. Yeah. Kind of like mean, King Diamond because King yeah, Diamond does that. Yeah. Let's face it. He, that's what he does nowadays. See, I thought Ghost, because I, I, before I saw King Diamond, I saw Ghost probably about three times and thought to myself, wow, this is like the pinnacle. And then I saw King Diamond and went, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, that is next level stuff. And that the, he played, you know, technically in Opera House when we saw him. The Dr. Phillips Center yeah. is a, you know, yeah. that's where all the Broadway, like uh, Hamilton and, think, and like Wicked, things like that. They go to that venue. It's a very, very nice building. Um, so like ghost will, you know, if he plays, uh, I think that's where they played Orlando last time they played. Was that, or was that place? So yeah. it kind of makes sense, but I see them kind of growing to possibly doing arenas in certain cities for sure. Yeah. And in, in the, the larger markets, the A markets, um, I think it's very feasible for that to happen. Um, if their production will allow them to do arenas versus, uh, theaters or amphitheaters, but you know, Slipknot obviously we know can do it, right? Right. Slipknot, I think Avenged Sevenfold probably can do it. Um, 
have done. I don't know if they sell out arenas per se, but I feel like they're arena band. Right. Um, and, but, and let, but let it be known real quick. Uh, I'm a massive Ramstein fan. No shade being thrown here. He just made an, he, I right, mean, right, yeah, if anybody, I if anybody knows about bands playing arenas, it's them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's even him talking shit. Yeah. He's I, definitely not talking shit. He's just being, you know, his personal opinions. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. definitely a valid, um, view on it. Um, I just think it's different now. It's, it's extremely different. different. It's, you know, album sales, physical album sales, you know, really drove those bands back in the day that really still sell out arenas and right. stuff, you know? So the fact that there's a new medium of consumption of your music and your albums and whatnot, uh, I kind of feel like that doesn't necessarily make it more, how do I put this? It doesn't make it, it, it does. It, it's not pushed as much maybe as, or as hard, or it doesn't have the, the same amount large, of focus, focus and larger platform. Like, marketing. you know, you had MTV right. and like, that's where like you learned the stuff and like, that was your focus and that was everything else. But now there's so many different forms of things coming at you. Right. There's, you know, you know obviously the, the consumer's, uh, attention span shorter, right? You know, we we know that, but yeah, I think there's just more. There's more bands and more tours. There's just more going on, so it's more competitive. So whereas you know you might have had three tours in a couple of months coming through a place before, now right. you have ten or fifteen. So they might not be as as large. Of course, you still have your heavy hitters that are going to do it, right? Um, but just the, the marketing for, for rock and metal has changed, and it's it's become a different dynamic. However, in no way, shape, or form do I feel uh, do I agree with Gene Simmons about rock is dead. Yeah, uh, maybe his version of it might be maybe the rock star. So you know, quote unquote, the rock star is dead. Right. Maybe, but I don't think rock is anywhere near dead. Um, just look at those festivals, man. All these festivals, not even just Europe, but even in the states, the festivals are crushing it. They're doing great. And that's the that's what I think we should be measuring the the bands of today too. It's not is this uh, is this an arena band? Is is this a festival band? Yeah, that I mean that that's true because there are there are bands I feel like do better at festivals, and there right. are people who just go and. They just go to festivals, so to speak. They didn't, don't necessarily go to a lot of shows per year, but they do go to festivals more so. Well, when a band is doing, uh, let's let's uh, let's bring up a band uh, that's probably a perfect example of this: is Spirit Box. Um, they do the Limp Biscuit tour, but they are also doing festival routing at the same time. So it's like you play your smaller markets and you know larger clubs, but then you know then you get the arena dates, which are now your festival dates, right? So it's like you're not looking to have like the arena rock band. You're looking to have the festival live band. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. So it's no longer. Yeah. It's no longer uh, physical records and arenas. It's streams and festivals. Yeah. I agree. That's the that's the landscape as far as I can tell. You know, what what do I know? Yeah, and maybe the money's (laughs) not at the same that it was at some point, but no, I, I feel that it's still. It's just different. It's, it's not different. bad. Just yeah. different. Yeah. Things are adapting and moving into place. You have place. to adjust. Listen, you didn't stay in a fucking horse and carriage, right? You started driving a fucking car at some point. Yeah. You got to figure it out. Sometimes it sucks. Change is not always the best. 
but you got to adapt and move with it and you try to make it work. Well, usually these things are, are built for us without us having to do anything new. That's you true. Know? Like a That's lot true. of these things are like, you're just changing it up. You just have to be willing to go with it, you know? And some people aren't, some people aren't. I'm not really a festival person. I like to, you know, I like to sit down, <laughs> you know, I'd be comfortable. I love the I concept like, of festivals. Yeah, I like the concept of, uh, you know, because like we said, may, I think we may have brought this point up in the last episode, but for some people, the festivals are all they go to, yep. whether it's uh, mm-hmm. all they can afford, maybe they got kids, uh, maybe they can only like, they, they can only afford to like, you know, take off only a certain amount of time a week if they got a serious job. Right. Know, or they get paid salary. So they it's take like, their vacation. Much, yeah, it's a vacation. It's all set up. You get all that. And for them and that experience, they get all of what they could see in four days. Yeah, you get 40 bands in a weekend. Yeah. And that's like, so that's basically like 20 shows. Yeah. And, <laughs> and look, the festival energy is phenomenal. I'll never. Yeah. I, look, I'm not an outside guy. I'm not an outdoorsman. You mm-hmm. know, I don't like camping. It's too hot in Florida. Um, You, you know, it's just, uh, um, uh, I like indoor stuff. Personally, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't like to, to worry about what the weather's going to be. Yeah. However, I am a fan of festivals. I get excited when I see festival lineups being announced. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to hear the festival numbers. Mm-hmm. I, I nerd out on all that shit. I'm a huge uh, proponent of festivals, ironically enough. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I think I should end it for the news section because I do want to get to uh, the recent trip that we took. Oh, that yeah, was fun. Because we were talking about chemists. So I think. Chemists, yeah. We, yeah. We could tie it back because, yeah, we definitely, chemists is, uh, I guess, being merchandised by um, Night Shift Merch is right. where we uh, we found out that they were actually right in our backyard, um, less than an hour away from your house. Yeah, I had no, and, uh, I had no idea that anything that cool was in Ormond Beach. Listen, we took a trip down <laughs> no there. No idea. You know, and they were awesome. They had a insane warehouse they showed us around and just the coolest merch and nicest people. Yeah, great people. And uh-huh. um, except that they really um, took all my money because they had so much cool shit. Yeah, I got a couple of things too. It was affordable shit. There was just so much of it. Yeah. It was so much. It was great. Yeah. I mean, you talk about kid in a candy store, you know? Come on. Yeah, they were nice enough to like, you know, take us around, show us everything on the shelves. And they had, they had so many different things and. You know, like a lot of various, very like shirts. You know, some shirts I had to grab. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> on you, principle, you know, look, they had. You know, they have a ton of vinyl, CDs, tapes, obviously. Um, but the, you know, they're really big on promoting underground music, um, and they have more than just underground music in there too. But you know, mostly that's what they do. They do underground music. They're fairly new. They're only a few years old, I think. Maybe yeah, two they're, or three they're years. fairly new for sure. Um, but what, you know, what an awesome place, man! It was really cool, like uh, just going around and just seeing, uh, what twenty cradle of filth shirts, different types, you know, just sitting there. Which is something I can very, very much get behind. There's not, a, there, there could never be enough uh, merch, things of merchandise that have Danny Filth's face on them. So, and they had, they had just about everything. The, the Black Dahlia murder for days. For days. I, I just, I was like, damn, man, that's a lot of shirts. And the cool thing, too, is that they tell us that it's a lot of, like, outside countries that buy a lot that of this stuff. It, yeah. 
Yeah, it's very cool. It's very very cool. Like a lot, I know that. Is it Thailand? In, in I think Philippines. He said, like was like huge into Cradle of Filth. Yeah, Cradle of Filth stuff. Like just they all get sent there, and I think that's you know, that's really cool. I remember uh, in Southeast Asia, I played a show there in Thailand, at Bangkok, Thailand, and they had a bar called the Immortal Bar uh, that we played at, and basically they played like 90s death metal videos and had like tap- oh, that's my shit they had like obituary tapestries and that is my tapestries shit. stuff like that and i'm very very fond of that bar i'm very very fond of the place and the people that are in uh bangkok too very very nice people shout out to my boy gap i love gap gap was our like our tm in uh bangkok and that dude oh nice is, tour manager that dude is awesome Tour manager for people yeah. who don't know what TM is. Well, well, yeah, well, we're still friends with people on Facebook. We're, me, me and him are still friends on Facebook, and we uh, we haven't talked in a while, but I do miss him. He's a great dude for sure. Ask um, if he has ever bought something from Night Shift merch. I want to ask him because he might have. He probably maybe he, he's got a chemist shirt because they had like a gazillion new chemist shirts that are all awesome. By the way, uh-huh. they have a, a variant of the new album that you know limited to them. I need to buy it. I just need to have it. It might be sold out. I'm maybe. not sure. But it's it's on delay because okay. fucking vinyl and everything in vinyl right now is on delay. Right, um, that is not one person's fault. It's just a, <laughs> it's just the way the market is right now. Despite so what we, you may have heard, it's not one person's fault. We don't blame you, Adele. <laughs> we we don't. don't blame you at all. We don't, girl. You got to get through it. We're fine. We're here. We we're here back. for you. But um, you know, I think we should. If we're going to talk, obviously we went to Night Shift merch. Obviously we bought stuff. We did buy stuff. And I think we should talk about it. And I see you've this, got a couple of packages. This goes perfect into the... What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? All right. So what what did you get from your, your trip? Well, I got a couple of things. It was, um, it was like a field trip. It was, it, yeah. was, it was so awesome. Well, I ended up getting three... I got three t-shirts. I got a white zombie t-shirt. Zombie. That has a killer like CBGB. Oh, that was poster. a live of CBGB's yeah, artwork yeah. on it. It's just, it just says a bunch of, you know, outlandish white zombie shit on the front. I, so I definitely got down with that. Um, I, I got a wasp shirt. Nice. Yes. Yeah. The fucking with, uh, we are Satan's people with Blackie Lawless we on his motorcycle perverts. on it. And it just says wasp on the bottom, like wasp lives or something like that. I don't know. But it had Blackie Lawless on a motorcycle on it, so I had to have it. And then they had a white shirt, which I don't normally uh, fuck with unless it's just like a clean white shirt. But it is a Deftone shirt, and it's got the Adrenaline album cover on the front, and I had to have it. It's the best album. <laughs> and I did have it. It's, right, maybe second best. It's very good. Around the first, probably the best. You think? But Adrenaline's really close to this, being as This good. will have to be an episode. I demand it. <laughs> I demand it. I mean... <laughs> Facts. Facts, for sure. Hashtag facts. First two albums rule. (laughs) No one hashtag facts anymore, Dad. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. Can we delete that out? No. Son of a bitch. (laughs) We can't. Man. Do we TikTok facts now? Is that a thing? I don't know. (laughs) TikTok what? (laughs) I don't know how to corral this this dad moment. (laughs) I have no idea. This is yeah. Well, I can talk about what I, I I got some cool stuff. Well, you got some. Uh, do you want to talk? Oh yeah. Uh, Let me talk about some of the cool well, stuff. Me, I got. The last thing I got. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You still I think going. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start a Super Seven collection. 
I think that's something I want to get I got into. Him hooked. I got him hooked, guys. Yeah. Well, I got my, him hooked. Well, my mother got me one, and we did. I didn't even know it, neither did she. You she didn't got, know it was a Super 7, though. I had to tell you. Yeah, you had to tell me. Uh, but my Maybe mother me. My mother got me a uh, Super 7 Xenomorph from Target and put it in my Pretty sick. Yeah, for Christmas. But my mother loves me very much, and I love her. Uh, but I got that, and I was like, oh, yeah, Super 7. Like, it's cool. Like, they the, present, the way they present it, you, it looks cool to keep it in the box and to display it in the box and not take it out. Or you can take it out. It's up to you. I'll probably keep them in the box. But I just did. I did pick up a music-themed um, Super 7 figure. I got a Gorilla Biscuits. Yes. Uh, it's weight. It's got weight to it's it. It's got weight it to it. It feels a little heavy, heavy Yeah, guy. it's the Gorilla in the hoodie and whatnot. Um, had to get it. I know they do it. I know they do agnostic front too. They do yeah. the, the, that the, little demon guy, like the skinhead demon. Or yeah, whatever. I've got a yeah. few of them. I've, I've got it. They, yeah. they got different kinds. I got, a, I think a glow and a dark one. I think they got a blacked out one. They had a tour one mm-hmm. that they only had in Europe that I had to track down. I'm like, can you not do that? Can you not just make Europe only shit? I think they're doing, I think I they're doing one. a glow in the dark Elton John one or something like that. Something crazy like grateful that. dead. Grateful Dead. I don't know why I thought Elton John. It's a Grateful Dead, like like it's a skeleton, skeleton with like the yeah. wig, and it has the fucking headdress, oh, like the flower. My headdress. deadhead friends are gonna be pissed off at me not knowing the name of it. Of what? Betty? Is it Betty? I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up because Grateful Dead fans will be mad at me. I don't think any Grateful Dead fans are listening to this. The fact is, Grateful Dead fans probably will not be listening to this. <laughs> but I guess if you want to uh, figure it out for your own sanity, but we gotta know what's in the box, dude. You gotta. Well, we, well, let's talk about some of the stuff I got, and then. Uh, in in the box that I got from a uh, night shift merch, our friends there, a night shift merch, our new friends. I don't think we could talk about everything you got because it's so I much. I just stuff. got a handful of things. I didn't get all of it. Bertha, <laughs> Bertha is the name. Bertha, Bertha, the Deadhead fan that's listening to this. If you are Bertha, I apologize. Who did you say it was? Remus or something? <laughs> I think I said Betty or Betsy. Oh, you uh, said Betty. So I got some shirts also, and. uh they included a Fulci shirt because that band rocks. What what, um, what band? Fulci. They're from a... Uh, where are they? Are they Italian? I think they're Italian. Okay. They're like after the horror movie guy that you should oh, know okay. the, the horror movie podcast. Maybe okay. I'm saying the maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. I'm not Italian. I am Italian, but I'm not Italian. You know what I'm saying? I'm too crazy. I'm, I'm too busy trying to think of like a Fauci like conspiracy joke or something. No, no, that's, <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> yeah, Fauci's great. Uh, Fauci. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh my god, I hear him banging at your door right now. Oh no. All, All right, right. So you get? we're gonna move on from that. But the shirt's awesome. By yeah, the way. it's yeah, just a logo sure. on the front, and then it's got some cool shit on the back. Um, uh huh. I got a suffocation uh, Christmas sweater. I, I had to do I, it. Yeah, I think I talked you into that. You know, because look, it was comfortable. It's a crew neck. We talked about crew necks last Love episode. Crew, crew necks neck. are freaking, you know. And sometimes those Christmas sweaters are itchy. Uh-huh. And, you know, I like to get into Christmas spirit. I don't mind a little Mariah Carey during Christmas. I know some people don't like it. I, I'm a fan of it. See, I'm okay with it. See, I'm a, I'm a crew in the house because I keep my house very cold. I'm a crew neck on the top, gym shorts at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Kind of guy. That's, that's the way to go. Yeah. That's the way to go. You're comfy on the top, but you got like, you know, aerodynamic airflow. Right. Going down. I, I don't know. That's just how I justify it. So uh, I, I did get that. Um, got a couple of death vinyls just because, you know, as we talk about and what this whole little segment's about is me being a fucking idiot with collecting shit. Right. So I have like, you know, 20 different versions of the same album. 20 different variants. Thanks for that. Keeps guy. on releasing fucking new death stuff. That's really awesome. I really appreciate it. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> Very much. Bastards. The direct. I don't mean that. That is really awesome. But I did get a, a couple of uh, death um, vinyl 
releases that I didn't have. Oh, I got uh-huh. Drain cassette. I did not have that on cassette. Okay. Um, that album's awesome. That the one that came out on a uh, on a uh, Revelation. Yeah, that album. I forget is, the uh, name of it, but it's 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 great. Something about yeah. California, I think maybe. I don't California know. Curse. That sounds about right. But yeah, great album, great band. Yes, for sure. Um, and what else? Oh, I got that that pleasures of no. Pleasure to Kill, Creator Flag, the Wall Flag. You did get that. That thing was awesome. You also got like, a, you also got a typo negative shirt, I think, didn't you? Well, you know what's funny about the typo negative shirt? What's I that? thought you were getting it. <laughs> no, because I was I was wearing a typo negative shirt. So I thought you wanted it. No, I didn't want it. <laughs> so somehow we ended up with a typo negative shirt. Well, last time I saw you, you were wearing right. it. And I guess you accepted your fate. You were like, "Ah, it's mine now." No, it's it, it's a triple X. I'm big. I'm not that big. Uh, well, they said cut into a gym T-shirt. We got sold. They sold us. Yeah, but look, it's a, it was the last one. You know, whatever. You making room in the warehouse for for more merch. It's cool. Yeah, it was a really awesome shirt. It's a Christian woman shirt. Yeah, Jesus Christ looks like me. I know you got other shirts, but I I, can't I got remember. something else too, and I can't remember. Also, I can't. I did get something else. Yeah, son of a bitch. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, you got know. a package in your. But I did. Yeah. Ironically yeah. enough. Yeah. This was night shift merch. Oh, okay. So, so uh, now I do know what's in here. I, I do know what's in here. And it's something that we spoke about. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm going to open it. And I'm going to let everybody know exactly what it is. God, just the tape on these things. Please. I tried. Again. He, he tried to get me to open it. I'm not doing it. The last episode. Dylan, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's like, you're like that dude that only opens their candy in the movie theater when it's quiet. <laughs> I, hey, when I sneak my drinks in, I don't do that. But when I do, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Indulge hey. the crinkle. <laughs> so I I am excited about this, though. Um, I do know what it is. So I'm kind of, I, I do know what's in the box in this particular episode. Oh, in that it. one. He doesn't know what's in the other one. I did bring a second one just in case. Okay. So we can we can we can do that one. Do we have do time? Want, we do, can you have want, time? do you want me to open it while you talk about uh, this? No, we'll do time. No, <laughs> we, we, we talked about this one a little bit, but uh, this year as I'm showing it off to the camera. Can you see it? You can't see it. Oh, I can see no it. camera. I can see it. Dylan can see it. But it is a uh, cassette version of the new Chemist album. Yes. Phenomenal album. I'm stoked to have that cassette in my collection. I need to find a tape deck. You can find them. Yeah, I'm sure I can. I'm sure uh, there's a record store here in St. Augustine called Tone Vendor that I'm a very, very big fan of. Tone Vendor's of. a great shop. And I've been there plenty of times. I, they probably they probably have a, a used tape deck or something that I can get a hold of. So or maybe there's like someone on Etsy making new fangled tape decks. You, you could find like hipster know. ones. My daughter was talking about it. She oh. was like, Dad, I want a tape. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need a tape. <laughs> but they look cool. But listen, you don't want all right, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid getting her into tapes. Also, yeah, if she gets just... into them, she gets into them. But, but we're gonna do a bonus. What's in the box? Because I don't know what's in this one. Okay, you're doing this one. This is the real spirit right. of the, the this, this one. Is I could tell you that this one, man. Don't you hate it when you like you rip an envelope, but like it doesn't open. You just <laughs> ripped a piece off. I'm like that with like already a closed part. I'm like that with my uh, weekly bag of resealable sour patch kids. All right, here we go. I do know that this is a cassette in here, though. But I don't know what it is, but I'm about to find out. Oh, it's got a little handwritten note. What's the note say? It says, Mike, thanks for the support. Cheers. I see. You know who I see is? Who is I see? This might be one of my favorite albums of the year. 
in human condition. Uh huh. Such a good freaking album. This oh, album wow. crushes. If you not have listened to in human condition, you're doing yourself a disservice, and you need to listen to it because uh, it is going to be on my top ten favorite albums of the year. Which I can't wait to do that episode. By the way, I well, can wait because. It's really hard to do that. Well, tell us who is in Human Condition. What are they about? Because I literally have never heard of this band until you just right. showed me the cassette. So, in Human Condition is for uh, death metal nerds out there. Is essentially it's massacre, but without like the dude Rick in Massacre, which was also they were guys from Death. You know, Tampa death metal. Well, uh-huh. not really Tampa, Florida death metal, I should say. But. uh they were they were uh, in human condition was definitely a it's it's a massacre song maybe it was an album that Terry Butler wrote uh-huh. and um, I guess he decided to split from massacre and do this project instead just called it in human condition used the same font and created an amazing death metal album just old school brutal like uh, early nineties Florida death metal album okay. Um, you know, Terry Butler is, he is bass player of obituary. Ah, okay. So dudes, the dude has gotten around. He yeah, has, he's been around. Yeah. He's, he's played with six feet under. He's, um, like I said, he was with massacre. He's played with death. Um, they're, they're going to do a, uh, a death tribute show in Tampa on December 10th that. and 11th that yeah. they're about to do. Um, uh, brass mug. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to be able to make it, but man, if you are free, that weekend, I strongly urge people to go to that. When is it's it? It's going to be amazing. December 10th and 11th. Mm. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Like the lineup, it's, it's you know, people from Gruesome, which Gruesome is pretty much like a uh, a death tribute band, so to speak. Um, you, you know, they, they do their own stuff, but they're, you know, they're, they exist because of death. Right. Um, and Gruesome is great. Gruesome is so awesome. Seen them I'm a fan. Times. I'm a fan of yeah, Gruesome. They're they are great. But uh, in human conditions, just good old school Florida death metal, um, the way it should be, and this album, it just once it once it that groove gets you, it like puts its like hook through your freaking bowels. Oof! Mm. It don't let go. It don't let go. Oh, uh, maybe that was ugly. Maybe I shouldn't have said bowels. No, 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 no. We like we like descriptive words on this podcast for sure. Well, yeah. In human condition, that's shaking of cassette. I'm going to check that out for sure. Awesome. Awesome I'm, album. I do it. not have it on vinyl. The vinyl sold out uh, way before I got a chance to buy it. I don't oh. know why. I must have been sleeping on it or whatever, but I was able to get the tape. That's very rare of you to do. It is. It is. Well, I'll find one somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, you'll find one somewhere. Uh, but honestly, uh, I think uh, the lesson we can learn from this is uh, go check out Night Shift merch. Night Shift merch. If you're in, the, if you're in the Daytona, Ormond Beach, or Cocoa visit Beach them area. Yeah. Go and visit the store. Um, go yeah. say what. They, go see what they do. Tell them we sent you. If you're, you know, go pick up something from Body Box. Shout out to Body Box. Yeah, Body Box merch. I got a bunch of stuff there for sure. Um, but I think that's going to do it for us on this episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah. it, and then uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back with, episode with some more three. bullshit. Some more bullshit, and uh, yeah. So thank you guys very much. Where can they find you, Dylan? Online, they can find me uh, on Instagram at Turn Cobain, and they can find me on Twitter at uh, Gothobi Keith. Oh, Black Solo Cup. I'm still claiming it. <laughs> still claiming it. Where Black can Solo they, Cup. Where can they find you? Uh, I am on Instagram at the Vinyl Command. Um, also, uh, Positive Mikey Attitude. 
I think there's some underscores in there, and that's all on Instagram. But, uh, don't forget the um, theme song, Rhythm of Fear. Thank you. See you later.